Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Active Recall. This is Walter with... Francis. <laughs> and this is episode 13. Firstly, I just want to say... Or we just want to say thank you very much to everyone that is listening, <laughs> tuning in, checking this out while you're driving or at work or anytime you're doing this. I wonder if you could listen to this while you're running. Ah, anyways, honestly, we really appreciate you guys talk, taking the time and listening. Uh, if you haven't already, and just doing a quick reminder, you guys could always subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast directories. You can even check us up on activerecall.co. And lastly, if you have any questions, please feel free to send an email to activerecallpodcast at gmail.com. Sess, have you Let's been, dude? Let's check the inbox. Oh, sweet. Let's do this. One second. Refresh. What are we? Yeah, All no right, worries. So I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Excellent, um, man. How was your week? What have you been up to? Pretty good. Um, birthday celebrations. My girlfriend's birthday is the same week, so just kind of a lot of birthday celebrations, a lot of fun, a lot of food. Sweet. Yeah. What about you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, pretty hungover right now, but I'm okay. Uh, just went to this speakeasy thing. That was amazing. Uh, worked on two videos for my client that I'm supposed to meet up uh, tomorrow. Going to uh, also do a meetup tomorrow with the clients for a wedding and just to meet and greet, try to get get to know them. And uh, I got my setup. I don't know if you want to see this, but I finally got like a like a handheld grip <laughs> on my stabilizer for my camera. So this is like it's actually not new equipment. It's a it's really really old equipment, but I set it up so it was you could hold it with two hands and basically connect the stabilizer with it. So other than that, so you had it good, already. Man. Yeah, I just I just kind of manipulated it so it's um, instead of being a shoulder mount, so like a cameraman would have a shoulder mount. Instead, I used my stabilizer and held it so it looks like a professional, like handheld grip. I could show you. Hold on. <laughs> so it looks just like that. Instead of having holding it with one both hands with the actual base, yeah, the extension. Yeah, extensions right there. So it looks what does like, it help you do? So instead of holding it that way, it's actually going to make the shots ten times smoother. So I could have a pretty much a set uh, handle, and also um, it it reduces the shake while you're hanging it upside down. Just like more so stable. You, it's yes, yes. Yeah. It's like a yeah. his grip was like a halfway like through a peck deck. Repetition. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude. Uh, other than that, man, it's been it's a been a great week. Uh, I'm pretty hungover, but I I really like that spot. You should check this out whenever you come back to San Diego. It's a place called Noble Experiment. Vigo. Yeah, have you yeah. been? Yeah. Um, I, I with the fake uh like the kegs door, yeah, it's like for, kegs, yeah. and then you push it. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of our friends. Was, some uh, of our friends mentioned that you, you guys were going. So, oh, I yeah. see. Sick. All right, so let's get this down. Um, what are we talking about today, Sess? Today we're talking about the book, the first twenty hours. It's by Sweet. See, I made these long notes. I didn't even put the author's name. Hold on, <laughs> Josh Kaufman. <laughs> nice, nice. So, you might know him better from. The personal MBA. But yeah, this book is about how to learn anything fast. And it talks about Sweet. Or, like deconstructing skills, things like that. Um, every, everyone's kind of heard of like 10,000 hours and outliers, Malcolm Gladwell and right. Anders Ericsson and all of that. And yeah, what Josh Kaufman talks about, and this is something I saw in his TED talk, is that... I love that. Sh that thank you for sending me that pretty link. good. Yeah, if you, you, if you don't read the, the book, just probably watch yeah. the video. A lot of times, so, someone has a talk that kind of captures everything in a book, and that does a lot of the trick. So, the idea there is 
people know about 10,000 hours and it can be a little overwhelming because you don't want to start something because you know it worked 10,000 hours right yeah. <laughs> and kind of what gets lost in that is that it doesn't take 10,000 hours to get good at something or like proficient at something and you don't have to be okay. top 0.01% in most things to enjoy it or to be effective at it so uh, it taught oh. the book is about instead of 10,000 hours look at the first 20 hours and then that's enough to get get to a point where you can enjoy doing it. The simplest example, just a quick one, is it doesn't take 20 hours to learn to ride a bike. I, I don't think... I, I can't remember. I mean, you fall over a lot. It felt like it... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it takes... If you think of how long 20 hours is, though... That's pretty long. Yeah. It, you don't... I'm trying to, th I don't really remember learning to ride a bike, but it wasn't like I went out there with my brother and my dad and then they pushed me over on the bike and I'd fall over for a full hour. Not really. <laughs> you're not, you're not falling over for 20 hours or else no one would learn to ride a bike. Okay. All right. So coming back to the 10,000 hours, um, that's for like to, to master what, whatever it is. Like, uh, I remember in the Malcolm Gladwell book, Outliers, he was talking about how the Beatles would play constantly over and over and over at every bar or even some garage like spot. They they even played uh, just kept playing the same songs over and over, but the hours kept cons they were all picking up. So um, ten thousand hours can, is basically w w like uh, according to years. What is it, like five five years or ten years or something like that? Yeah, the idea but is like then, a, a full time job, and you do the math, and then. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back. So you're saying the 20 hours is actually just an effective way of getting something down, not actually mastering it, just just to have fun with whatever you're trying to do, like a hobby, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be fun. It just has to be to where you can kind of say that you you can do it. <laughs> um, okay. Like you're not going to go from zero to a job, like a job programming in 20 hours. But in 20 hours, you can get to where you can make a website. A simple one. Nothing too yeah. crazy, but at least you can make the site. For sure. All right, cool. Um, you also put out something about deliberate practice. Uh, right, okay. What was that one? Yeah, again, from like the 10,000 hours thing, something else that gets lost there is that it also has to be deliberate practice, which is supposed to be hard. And this goes back to episode one, autotelic and exotelic activities. Yes. Excellent. From excellent. Flow. Uh-huh. With Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. But so autotelic activities are the ones that are, I think those are the ones that see, I, I don't remember <laughs> how effective is this for learning because I can't remember what the difference between the two. I do know what the two are. So anyway, what yeah. kind of activity is your practice? So that's the one that's hard. You can't do that all day because it's like mentally draining. And if you do enough of that, then you'll perform better. And the other type of activity is your performance. So that's when you're just in the flow state and performing, having fun. So Got it. Deliberate practice is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to feel hard. It's not supposed to be it's fun. It's supposed to suck. Right. Yeah. So you could do 10. There's things we've probably done 10,000 hours of without, you know, getting better at it. Uh, or, or not even 10,000. Like, if you just. I think an example in some books is like learning to play guitar. Yeah, that's a lot. Where you watch someone who is. A really good performer when they practice they're practicing very hard and trying new things to stretch themselves it's difficult they keep having to start over where a lot of people are satisfied getting good enough that they can I, i've mentioned this before like just play some yeah. tabs online <laughs> and you know it's fun uh it's yeah. just a hobby you're not trying to get like crazy good at it right and if, if you do ten thousand hours of just playing versus someone that's every time every hour that they play they have a plan they're trying something new and they have a teacher so, 
Um, okay, so coming it back to us, like referring to us, like I think a good example would be, I'm going to say Soul Calibur 2, um, where you basically have to learn the moves in order to to play though, right? I mean, the, the buttons are pretty easy, but then it's not 10,000 10, hours of us just playing Soul Calibur 2. I, I, think, I think we would be masters at that game though if we did that. Um, but I do feel like right. that uh, so uh, learning the combinations and... Yeah, sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. I, I cut you off. But um, oh, video games are a good example of it where you could just kind of stretch it out. So if yeah. me and you were playing... So there's like three levels to this, right? So like right. if me and you are playing against each other for 10,000 hours, then we'll get better, right? But if you played alone for 10,000 hours just playing against the computer, right? Then, then that person. Okay. Let's say that universe where you have <laughs> no friends, and then you just, <laughs> then you you meet us, and then you try to jump in, and we've been playing against each other the whole time. Yeah, who's gonna be better, right? Oh, that's a good one, right? Um, but then, okay, so then now there's three of us and two of you, so there's two versions of you. Now, <laughs> now let's say, let's say there's a, another universe, right, where me and you, yeah, were playing each other for 10,000 hours, but also we were in, in an arcade with the top 10 people in the world, and we played 10,000 hours with them also. Doing rotation, yeah. and we're watching the, how the best people play and see what they do. Ooh, rotations, like with the right. quarters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we play we play those two people. I think it would be way better going against the top 10 right? Um, after yeah. like 10,000 hours, just over and over and over. Because it's like it's they're both different worlds. So it's if it's me and you for ten thousand hours, I mean, there's gonna be a time where we just memorize each other's uh, right. At like, some point, uh, we're probably cadence. like not getting yeah. better at all. Exactly. There's like a plateau, and then uh, if if the guy is going against a computer, I mean, it's it's not that hard, I guess. But then going against the top ten dudes and then rotating and uh, rotating, my goodness. Right. Um, and then I think, imagine if if one person played in an arcade with. 10 toddlers <laughs> you know <laughs> i could see that um yeah that would be ridiculous you're already bad you're already good enough um you're like top level versus them i see what you're doing that's good dude right Sick. so every, every hour yeah every hour is kind of different you can yeah just play okay, sweet. so try to get better all right, so uh, according to your outline, you have um, principles, and what are these? Yeah, so the book goes through, first it talks about rapid skill acquisition, and then rapid learning, and that's as far as I got, and then it's like four chapters introducing this idea of 20 hours, and it looks like the rest of the chapters are kind of journal entries, not journal entries, but just like one month breakdowns of him trying to learn different skills. So it's like yoga, programming, some other things. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah. Let me look. I think it's like, I have a list here. Yoga, programming, touch typing. Like he tried to learn a different keyboard layout. Go, oh, what? Go, which is a board game, windsurfing. So this guy's active. Yeah, I wonder if there's like, there's probably some extended blog where he just you, you could do this like forever. It seems like just yeah. What one nice thing of twenty hours is that it's an hour a week for a month if you're doing it on weekdays. So it, oh, um, so it's kind of like what can you learn in a month if you spend an hour a day? Or sorry, not an hour a week. Yeah, an hour a day each week, each weekday. So okay, okay, it's as each weekday. So that's. Five days, so that's five hours. Yeah, learning something. Man. Yeah, times times four weeks, so twenty hours about. Twenty hours, yeah, just about um, in a month. It could be anything, honestly. Like I, I'd rather I'd, I'd like to learn like more tricks, like stuff editing for for my videography, or even uh, like with my work. I could. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. It could be. I'd I'd rather learn something like. Instead of researching like stuff to buy for my my business, <laughs> I'd rather learn something. So that's a tough one. Um, hmm. So let's talk about. That. Or 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's break so, it down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mentioned the two sections are rapid skill acquisition and then yeah. rapid learning. And he does talk about the difference yeah. between these two things, and it's it's still a little cloudy to me. I'd have to reread it, but skill acquisition, I think, is the thing. Like like you said, instead of researching, skill acquisition is actually doing the activity to get your reps in. Where learning is where you kind of plan it, plan your, plan that activity eventually. Sure. So it is kind of out of order. So you want to do the learning first, I think, to plan it and then make sure that your rapid skill acquisition, like that time practicing is practicing the right things. So Got it. You know, yeah, do you think it was bad practice? Bad practice? Yeah, like if you if you wanted to practice something, but you... So, okay, one of the things is like learning something, but you would rather take a shortcut. Would you... Yeah, I mean... Would you want... I, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind is like weightlifting. If you did Olympic lifts from a book... Sure. And right. that's you never watched a video, and you just try to do it from the book. Oh, that's a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't take you that long to get injured probably yeah so, yeah yeah that that's a really kind of an extreme example but there's that phrase of you know we have to i don't know some, some kind of college golfer or something he's not yet a professional then he, he works with tiger woods swing coach or something and the coach will say like oh we had to get rid of their bad habits they're because they've practiced the problem is you can practice something the wrong way and then establish that and then oh, that can okay. set you back. So uh-huh. that's why it's important. That's why the first 20 hours is important because it sets you up for the proper practice. Gotcha. Now, okay, so you're saying that the 20 hours, does that also set you up for the 10,000 hours if you want to go into that? Yeah, they're, they're related because this is what I think this book does better than Outliers. I don't think Outliers... Outliers? It, it didn't... Outliers is a be- like better written. It's very part, story. Part, yeah, story so driven. like what Malcolm yeah. Gladwell does from I read like the tipping point, the intro of the tipping point. Uh, I just got the sample on Amazon, so just just download the sample for the introduction. <laughs> but it's I read that, that. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one um, to just like look at what the book's about. And he says this book is, and I think Outliers is the same. It's like he he said he calls it like a biography of an idea. So he he just like breaks down an idea and he, he never says that he's going to tell you how to do it. So this book actually goes into how to set up a deliberate practice, uh, re- like routine and it, ah, it breaks yeah. it down. That's what this book is really good about. So this, all right. Yeah. This would be your first 20 hours of 10,000 hours. If you want to keep extending it that way. Gotcha. Good, good, good. I like that. All right, let's, let's break it down. So, it says here from learning versus rapid skill acquisition. Um, are we doing the learning part? Learning, yeah. So yeah. we want to set this up. Let's say, what's some skill that you want to work on? Huh. Okay. Let's let's say I didn't know how to play mm-hmm, piano. There we go. Piano. Right. Okay. Okay. So I'll just kind of skim through these ten principles. So research, jump in, mental models, imagine the opposite. Talk to practitioners, eliminate distractions, space repetition, scaffolds, predictions, and honor your biology. So, um, yeah, just try to, so we're going to try to, we'll just talk about like three of these, right? And you want to learn piano? I don't know anything about playing piano, really. Like, Excellent. Yeah. I'll tell you what probably won't work is watching a YouTube video of how to play one song and then practicing that for (laughs) 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. If I will, yeah. Um, though that would be fun. So research, but not too much. This is like, you don't want to spend 20 hours reading books about piano playing, basically. Right. And yeah, then yeah. number five, talk to practitioners. Talk to someone that knows how to play. So Gotcha. So it's not really much of a, a teacher. They just, they are they the ones like, oh, yeah. If you want to learn how to do this, you should. Right. You that should might be, probably... that would probably be the first place to start is talk to oh, someone okay. that knows how, then they'll be able yeah. to guide you in your research. Got it. Okay. And cool. then, uh, let's see. Eliminate Imagine distractions. The opposite. That's, 
Oh, okay, okay. Sure, yeah. Eliminate distractions is like focusing and having like focus time. And then imagine the opposite is supposed to be like you picture. So you know what it's like uh, picturing like a good practice session. Oh, I learned something. So imagining the opposite is like what's going to get in my way is get, so, something dumb that is just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to look this up on YouTube. Oh, there's yeah. all these related videos that are really cool. Like, okay. Kanye West medley. You know, so. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah. So you want to picture that so that you know how to avoid it. Gotcha. All right. Okay, good. I like this. This is, this is, uh, I didn't, so all these principles basically all set up, set you up for deliberate practice. Got it. Right. So with video, what, how could you use some of these principles with learning videography? Sure. So the first thing I wanted to do was, uh, basically research, like, the equipment was the very first thing. I asked you, um, like, what's a good camera to get? I don't even know. And then you you helped me through Amazon or Google or whatever of how you went to um, look up the camera. And you're like, everyone uses this camera. You should, you should definitely use this. I was like, you got it. I jumped in. I went straight for it and basically YouTubed everything. <laughs> um, but the thing was, I, I even researched more of the equipment or stuff to use and one of the things was just uh, testing stuff out so i would go back and forth on things that i liked and things that i didn't like um i mean you could tell from the very beginning that i was just guessing on most of this stuff but um like okay so the learning part which i'm trying to figure out is the mental models and hooks um are you talking when you say models and hooks? Is that like more of the, uh, like, uh, how can I say it? Like the stuff that's already been out there. I'll so a mental model. There's like formal ones. I think there might be like an official list of. I don't think that's true, but okay. there are very formal mental models. But I think analogies and like metaphors are kind of a mental model that you can use. So mental models are sort of abstractions of different like i don't know about theories or things but it's a way to apply things so kind of like we sort of joke about the shots that you're practicing and what it actually maps out to in videos oh but you you know we talked about like when you do the orbit around people and it's the back-to-back shot right of like yeah two people you know two guys like rush hour two Uh, double uh, dragon something like that yeah yeah yeah. so uh that's kind of I don't know if that is a mental model, but you want to relate it to something that you're more familiar with and that you have an understanding of. So, for sure. In in that um, case, you you can at least say like, "Oh, when do they use that shot?" and then you just like establish that and you you'll know like, "Oh, this is a good time okay. for me to do this." Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I like that. Uh one of the things that is I actually have very much trouble with is talking to other videographers. Um I get I get like feedback but it's negative uh or or i talk to i try to talk to other people like ask for help from other videographers but i feel like i'm taking over trying to take their territory kind of deal so there's there's times it gets really hard to talk to other people so that's where i go to youtube and just uh figure stuff out on my own uh the only time i get distracted is because of my cell phone it's that's the biggest distraction but um like uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn something, but every time some of my cell phone, you know, dings, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, let me check this out. Um, but the thing I like the most is uh, now I got used to Final Cut. That's my program I use the most, right? So the thing I I finally got the hang of is uh, my procedure. I, I would do the songs, do that stuff, and I would do like um, I would be repeating the process over and over and over until I got stuff right. And then, um, yeah, I just, I would make one run. I would make a rough, a rough copy. I would show it to the client. Uh, I give them basically two or three options to change stuff up. And after that, uh, I give them two or three more edits and then we finalize and that's it. That's, that's my, I have my style and he likes it. He buys my style and that's it. Something you said there was, 
you have a process now with Final Cut, right? And right, right, yeah, an order that you do things in. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's important. So you can like build a system out of it, and it's repeatable. Where did you learn that process? Like, did did you? Was it just through trial and error? Uh, yeah. Or were you like reading articles about? Well, okay, it wasn't more art. It wasn't articles at all. Um, in fact, it was it was more of uh, trial. It wasn't. I guess it was trial and error because I would always try to. Uh, figure out a faster way like so one thing i figured out for example is importing media right um i didn't realize that would be such a factor until like i would use app uh my mac and just type in finder and then look for the video videos and just keep pulling them out from finder or from the the search which is very time consuming uh instead Final Cut has this thing that says import media and you pick you already pick out the clips that you want and then it will make like a like it doesn't copy the videos per se. It gives you like a directory and the directory makes you go straight to the videos that you want to use, which, right. which doesn't waste your time at all. It, it goes straight to it. So that's one thing. That's the procedure. That's like one of the processes that I do is just import the media first. And then next would be the songs, song choice, uh, thinking of songs, YouTube. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so back to like talk to practitioners. Yeah. So imagine. What you just said, I think you actually went back in time because we cut out for a minute. <laughs> 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 so I just want you to imagine it. So imagine you went back in time and you were able to talk to yourself a year ago and answer any questions you had from your past self. Oh, man, that would be so much better. How I much time would that save, right? At least, at least. A couple hundred hours. <laughs> it, it would save hours. Yeah. Like, realist, like, it would really save hours. And that's the, that's the importance of talking to practitioners. There, There's something to... I, I've thought about this with programming, where you... A, a lot of times you're just fixing a bug. Right. And everyone has that's tried to program will tell you, there was a time I tried to fix a bug for hours and then it really was just one one character literally like, oh, I was missing a semicolon here. It's always a joke. It's like, and at some point it's like you are learning something by struggling through something and then fixing it. Yeah. But there's a limit to that, you know, diminishing returns. So if I struggle trying to fix a bug for for an hour, maybe five minutes of it, Five to ten minutes of it's useful to try to track it down. Okay. But at some point, if there's an expert nearby that can help me save the rest of that 15 minutes. Yeah. That's probably a better use of time because then I can use the rest of that hour to learn something else. So. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's just talking about like, I think, I think a com like the first argument that would come to mind is just, oh, you learn by struggle though. But yeah, you do. But it's true. It takes time that could be applied somewhere else, and some of the struggle uh, is not not worth it. Yeah, I see. All right, cool. All right, dude. That was a good way of uh, breaking down my videography. Man, I like that. All right, so what is what is next on the uh, yeah agenda? Uh, you're saying so that was learning, and then learning is just preparing your your practice routine and right. understanding like the air the space. So. The other thing is rapid skill acquisition. So again, he has 10 principles here, right. which is lovable project, one skill at a time, target performance level, deconstruction, critical tools, barriers to practice, time, feedback, bursts, and then quantity and speed. So I guess we'll talk about like three of these then. Yeah. What, what, what was the other thing we were talking about? Learning piano? Yeah. Learning, so, just, yeah, let's to learn take piano, this, yeah. this again. So. Sure. Which one of those things kind of like stuck out to you of the principles? Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to say critical, t- uh, not critical tools. It's just piano. Uh- <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's, that's literally it. It's like, you just need the thing yeah. to, to actually do that. Um, so the thing, what I, I, the first, the first one I snapped at was target performance level. I, I don't, I have no idea how to go about that. And then fast feedback loops. Yeah. Okay. So let's do the target performance level first. What is that? Okay. So this is something where it's important. It'd probably be good to talk to a practitioner that knows a good performance level. So 
okay. if your goal in 20 hours or even like your one hour practice session yeah is oh i'm gonna like i don't know play like mozart I don't know. <laughs> sorry probably <laughs> wrong instrument but anyway um to be like expert level that's not realistic so instead you want to say i want to be able to play some basic song whatever song people use to learn like heart and soul sure yeah <laughs> and like maybe you set a goal that's i'll be able to play this within an hour versus at the end of my 20 hours i want to be able to play this and you can always you, you want to have like that as a target that you're aiming for got so it. that you know you, you'll know if you're improving or not and this is easier okay. with like an instrument's a pretty simple thing and this is something that i've talked about where Video games really do have this very designed, deliberate practice thing. That's where it's like, yeah, it's thing, things in video games are so clear that you're improving. Like you, you can't get to the next stage unless you're getting better in most games. So right, right, they won't let you go any further if you don't get better. <laughs> right, and then what was the other one you said? Fast feedback loops. Yeah, fast feedback loops. That's a weird. That's a weird one. Weird yeah. concept. That that one is. Again, like um, with an instrument, that's kind of clear. So you know if you mess up, you'll know if you press the wrong key. That's oh, you back. go revert back? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know if you're doing something wrong. This is why coaching can be really important is that they know that when you've done something wrong. Oh, where got it, got it. I guess take basketball if you're practicing shooting. Uh-huh. You, you, have the, you, you do have the feedback loop of if the ball, like if you, if you made the shot, right? Which is good. But then if you have a coach that adds another layer where it's that they'll be able to also check your form because may, maybe it's happening to go in, but maybe you are practicing bad habits and like extended over time, you have terrible like form, which yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that's, that's a thing where it's like 10,000 versus 20 is like, do you care? <laughs> like, I, you know, you don't, you don't need to hire a coach for you. You just want to play, get to where you can play pickup games. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't care that much. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and th- that's the thing where it's like, do I want to be an expert or just, just want to be able to enjoy playing the game? Um, but yeah, back to piano playing, you'll miss a key and you'll know, and then you can start back over. Yeah. And that that's where it's gotcha. kind of a, a little bit hazy with certain things like programming programming is easy because it's you have a bug yeah look you know for it find fixed. it yeah. fix it yeah, yeah. okay uh, last one i wanted to go by is quantity and speed out of the last one i know short burst is like just just to learn the let's a certain key or a certain chord or whatever but quantity and speed what what should i for someone that's trying to learn piano right so if you're trying to learn a piano or learn to play uh, you have a one-hour practice session. You don't want to try to play a, a one-hour composition, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like breaking it down. Pick a song that you can repeat. So, and then repeat it. Go for quantity in the repetitions. Oh, okay. And get through it quickly. And the book has that uh, story about the ceramics teacher, where the, have you heard that? No. Pottery class. He has half the students uh, make as many things as possible. Oh. You're graded on as ma- how many you finish. And yeah. then the other half of students are graded on one piece. So they just work on it the whole time. And okay. long story short, the medium story, it's not that long. So <laughs> the, um, <laughs> medium story long. <laughs> yeah. So like the... The students that did more repetitions also had the better quality single piece at the end anyway. So oh. you you could see that with different things. I, I don't know if it's like universally universally applicable, but oh. if we Yeah, if if we just planned to make one podcast at the end of this year, one episode oh. versus if we do this each week and then we just make one as we know how at the end yeah. of the year, it's probably gonna be yeah. better. Gotcha. Um, I thought I okay. So the thing was, I thought that the person, the the group that were only doing one piece, I thought like they had more time to work on it. Like it's like piano piece, like learning a piano piece is it's the thing. I, I that's what I thought. I thought doing it that way, learning it, or right, working on one thing the whole time, 
would be a lot better. But then, so you're saying more pieces, smaller pieces is better than one big piece. Yeah, I see what you're saying, though. If you're trying to practice one song and you practice yeah. that the whole time, then you'll yeah. play that song better. Yeah, so like, for example, the yeah. pot, the pottery or the ceramic would be, like, for one piece, it would be humongous and it would be, like, you, right. you'd make it look great. Yeah, so... Here, here's what. Uh, let's say it is some special kind. Of, I don't know ceramics at all. So uh, I don't I know. No idea, you want to make like a vase, right? <laughs> so sure. Just think one person. Like if if you're working on just one one of those versus the other half of the classes, making one a day, okay, or like one a week, and they've tried to make it ten times, make the same thing ten times. Okay. They'll know where to... And then in the last week, you have to, like... This is kind of falling apart. But, um... (laughs) So... You'll learn more with more repetitions of... Versus trying to just... At some point, you need to start from the beginning again and go through the whole process again oh yeah 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 yeah. okay okay versus like if you get the fire once or something like that yeah (laughs) fire (laughs) yeah for sure okay i I definitely see where you're coming from okay so what how would this apply to your videography do you think um so let's see if it's a project it's really simple uh so the target performance level oh man if I was to switch that back up, that would be something that, uh, with a practitioner is I think with someone that's saying, Hey, you should, you should go for this. Like one of the shots is okay. One of the things is learning how to use a drone, right? Um, that's like more shots, more angles. That's actually really cool, but I need to learn how to fly the damn thing first. <laughs> yeah. So that's the hard thing is, it's actually learning how to use that. Um, my level would be learning how to fly it first and then learn how to use the camera for its purposes to use it artistically is one thing. Um, I think the, the, the problem is there's, if you make a mistake, I feel like you're going to crash the, the drone. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that that's, that's scary. Um, the other thing is quantity. So if I was to do, Making the drone fly up, go down, left and right, all that stuff. If I learned a trick about, like, literally orbiting around a building, um, I think I think that would be pretty beneficial because there's, you know, this it's just angles and stuff. It's it's really hard to uh, explain, but if I could use that drone precisely, like the way I would want to, I think it would be a lot easier to. Instead of just uh, being worried how to fly the drone, I'd rather just being knowing how to use it for just the camera itself. Right. Yeah. So this is this is kind of a good example of the difference between twenty hours and ten thousand hours. Is uh-huh. if you practice for twenty hours, do you think you'd be able to you like enjoy using it? Enjoy using it? Yeah, I think so. Right. It doesn't take ten thousand hours. No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you'd be, do you think if you practiced an hour a day for the next month that you'd be able to use it for one of your actual videos? Yes, yes, very much right. so. Right, so that, that's kind of the thing is like, I think people don't try to start because they think it's going to take even a thousand hours, but. Yeah, you know, 10,000 yeah. hours does sound very daunting. It's like, right. it's like, oh my God, I'm going to do this just to, to master it. Yeah, yeah, I see. So, That's where leisure comes in. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, and it's just um, this is a thing of uh, quantity and speed and short, like fast feedback is. Yeah. It. I, I guess like. Right. So you're scared of crashing the thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the which time. Which makes which makes it. Th- this is where it kind of hurts the rapid skill thing is that you don't have the freedom to just fail because you'll have to buy another one. So yeah. Yeah. yeah this is something where it's like, it'd be cool if there was a VR thing to practice. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Right. And then you could pick a building to fly around and all that. So <laughs> yeah. So this is why like people have commercial jet people have always had 
flight simulators to practice oh. and you get your simulator simulation time is that it creates that loop very quickly so but that's that's getting more towards like the 10,000 hours yeah 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 gotcha sweet dude yeah i like that um all right sweet so it's so what have you been trying to do with um deliberate practice that like there's this thing you were writing down oh yeah so I've been trying to make these sketch note videos. Sure. Right. So it became a thing of how, what would this look like with deliberate practice? And so, some of the, pra- some of the things here are just like, it can be kind of weird to pull deliberate practice out of something that is, doesn't, it, it's easier to see it with things that already have practice. Like you have piano recitals and then, or like piano practice. Right. And then you have basketball practice. Any team sports, any sport will have practice. But you don't hear like too much about just like writing practice. I guess you do. You do. That's what school is, right? Yeah, I was like, right. (laughs) So. For sure. Yeah, just try to make video, these like sketchnote videos. Um, So in the learning thing. At first, I just tried to make one, and I was like, okay, that took way too long. There must be a better process to this. And like you said, you came up with a process eventually. So, learning. I did some research. I just looked at a couple of people's videos that I like, and then they're on YouTube. So, I looked at, I think, extra credits. They do video game stuff, or like video game design stuff. And then uh, ASAP Science, they do... Just cool things about the world and your body and science. Sick. And then also uh, picture fit. So similar. Uh, it's like whiteboard video. Well, not. I, I think that's kind of a, a genre is like whiteboard videos. Um, uh-huh. But picture fit is about fitness, health and fitness. Kind of in the same, done in the same way. So I think all of them had making of uh, videos just showing like their process to make things. And oh, Something I saw was that they all started with a script, which seems to take a lot of time. And I was I was being a little uh, like hard headed about it, where I was like, I don't need a script. I'll just start with like a slide deck, basically. Yeah. And then, which actually like works okay to just have one video, but then. But it slows down the process, right? It, it eventually does. It yeah. to get from like zero to a video it's faster because like i see the slide deck i just talk through it as i go through them but then editing it takes forever and then turning that into like a written post also takes forever because now i'm transcribing something i said and then trying to edit that so i tried doing it where i'm like okay I'll, i'll try to write a script and yeah that worked a lot better i was it was easier to edit because I knew exactly where to like put the like cut the audio yeah. and then where to put different the different images. Sweet dude. Alright, cool, man. Um are you you're still working on those though, right? Yeah, so okay, so I guess like with rapid skill acquisition, yeah. uh critical tools, I, I guess I have that. <laughs> I have yeah, my yeah. piano already. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is something where I tried to just create something to practice with and what i thought is important with the videos is less so there's the obvious one of i could practice the images like drawing i could practice drawing and i kind of decided you know what that's not what people if i if i'm going to focus on something i think it would be more important to focus on finding interesting things to talk about in the first place. So okay. like if, if I talk about the same boring thing, but keep, well, there's something to that. If, if every time I talked about it, I had like even better and better images, then maybe that would be good. <laughs> but instead maybe like, you know, it's a whiteboard video. They're not exactly known for beautiful art. Like huh. some, some of the novelty there is it's like cartoony. Right. So not to say it doesn't take skill. Cause I am, pretty horrible at drawing these too so but it's more like how interesting the topics are like asap science has like what what happens to your body like 
how how much do competitive eaters eat? Like that kind of topic. Oh, is that right? Or like okay, Picture yeah, Fit yeah, has clever. really well researched health and fitness stuff. And sure. It's like you can trust him as a source of information about health and fitness. So I've just been trying to do this thing to I'll just list three sources of information that I've listened to or read. And then from each of those source sources, think of one idea that uh-huh. came from that. And then for each of those ideas, think of like other three things that that connects to for each yeah, of those. I, so okay. by the end of it, I have like nine kind of relations. And then maybe one of those could be used as an outline for a video or a post. Oh, I like that. That's a clever. So, and I try, I, I set a timer. I try to do it like 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's try it out right now. We'll see how useful <laughs> this is. Uh, all right. We're going to, you're going to run through this. What? No, man. Let's, <laughs> all right. We'll do this together. Okay. So let's think of three things that we've listened to or read lately. Okay. Uh, so you give two of them. I'll give one. Um, all right. Uh, the book I'm re- listening to right now is the Kevin Hart, uh, life lessons with Kevin Hart and true story. Hilarious. Uh, it's like listening to stand-up comedy the whole time. And then and, number two, uh, I'm going to say the second one would be revisionist history. I've been listening to his podcast. It's Malcolm Gladwell again, uh, reframing everything from what everyone heard for history, but then pulling it back and realizing there's more to it than what the history was told to us. Love it. Cool. And then my source is it's drama from Robin Big. He has a podcast, short story long, uh-huh. with the episode I've been listening to. It's like three hours, I think. Is the Quest Nutrition founder? Yeah, I was listening. That was that took forever, dude. <laughs> One of the best podcast episodes. I is think that I've right? To. I, no I way. think so. I mean, I listened to a lot of these, but that one I was like, wow, this is this is good stuff. Okay, so so from each of these sources, uh-huh. Kevin Hart, short story long, and then... Uh, uh, revisionist history, Malcolm Gladwell. Revisionist history. Right. One idea from each of those. So what, what have you learned from like the Kevin Hart story? Oh, yeah, yeah. That everything in life, there's always a joke. Uh, even if it's the worst thing, you could always laugh about it later. Or you could learn from that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, and then from Malcolm Gladwell... Yeah, so of course, it's, coming back to it, it's it's basically um, instead of judging what it was told to us, you need to take more information in than just meeting it face on. For example, uh, a guy getting criminally, uh, uh, they think he this guy. For example, uh, bad scenario, he hurt this woman. The woman was hurt. Uh, she confesses to someone, like to a cop. Cop arrests him. The judge convicts him, and and he get they get a confession and all that stuff. But then, if you look back to it, they forced the confession. He didn't do it. He was just out of the blue, uh, wrong place, wrong time, kind of thing like that. Right. Okay. So more information can kind. Of, that's the whole like premise of the show, right? Is right. Exactly. It, it kind of changes the whole. Yeah, you can't right. just snap judge something on face. Okay. So and then number three. I had the drama podcast. So one thing from that that I've really been thinking about is these the two mindsets. So uh-huh. there's this idea, uh, like Carol Dweck, I think that's her name, talks about two mindsets, uh, fixed mindset or growth mindset, uh-huh. where people people think you're like born a certain way and you stay that way, like you're born creative. But that's that's the idea is like no, that's not the case. You have to you can grow you have into to work that. on it. Right, And then what my thing is, they also, in that episode, talk about another two mindsets where he talks about, he's rich, like, uh, both of them are rich people. So, yeah, uh, the founder of Quest Nutrition talks about, he was rich, he, he got the money in his bank account, then he's friends with Michael Strahan, and Michael Strahan's like, oh, let's go to this mansion. My, my friend is a designer or, or an architect Ooh. for the... For the <laughs> Rich and famous. Yeah. And then they walk in there and the founder just found his, got his mansion. But then he's like, oh, I can't afford that one. Like, there's still something ahead of me, right? Yeah. And at that point, you you can either be angry or inspired. So, oh, okay. I like Anyway, that. A- angry or inspired, right? So <laughs> Right. And 
Yeah, time check. Do you have to be somewhere? Uh, yeah, I got work. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's okay. I got like like five more minutes, but seriously, like that's it's exactly the same amount of time from the ten minute timer. <laughs> Keep okay, it going, okay. dude. Keep it going. All right. So now three things. So you said life. You need jokes. Yeah. So you need jokes to make life better. Um, life is always like there's always problems. Everyone has a problem. Everyone has to, but you need to laugh as well. Everything, right? Everything. There's always always a joke in it, right? So it reminds me of like kind of like stoicism, where it's like it, even the, not stoic. You know, something negative is not completely negative. There's, uh, there's always a positive, yeah, something right, right, positive right. in there. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, yeah. So let's let's skip the other two. Uh, so this is like a performance level thing. So we'd get better at this if we practice. Um, so the next one. <laughs> need more info uh this reminds me of like movies with twists at the end i think it's safe to talk about six cents because everyone knows so like six cents yeah <laughs> yeah so like spoiler at the very alert. End, yeah <laughs> maybe last five minutes you get more information that changes everything yeah right and there's things in life yep. that can be like that as well so you you find exactly. out like oh i've been doing i've been like doing this the wrong way the entire time so Maybe some maybe someone listened to this and they're like, "Oh, I've been practicing piano the wrong way. I need a piano first. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see. So, angry. The two mindsets: anger uh-huh. or inspired. Anger what, what's something, or inspired. Yeah. It, it just reminds like we could think of times we were we saw some we compared up and we were angry. Could we instead be have been inspired by that? Like I, I look at that podcast. The podcasting. Itself, like, yeah. 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 Like, I'm inspired by it. Like I could see being like, "Oh wow!" Like, um, I I don't see how you could be angry at that. Actually, like, yeah. I, maybe someone listens to that and they're like, "Oh, I could be, I could be just, I could do that better. too." Yeah, I yeah. could be better. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're, like, oh, you're not gonna a, have an the best, You're not gonna be the best interviewer I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's just some example, or like videography. Like you see someone better than you, you could be. Oh, angry well, I get, like, I get so sad. I, I, I get so right. sad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Or you're inspired, right? Like you think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could, I could do that, or I could be like, man, I just want to learn how he did that kind of thing. Yeah. And some something yeah. later in the episode I really liked is, and we've talked about this before, is like negative energy and positive motivation, where like. When, I think when you're younger, you you can tend to try to just prove people wrong oh. versus, like, trying to help people. And you can't steer completely the other way. So they talk about this, and he says, like, oh, wow. I try to 80% of the time be helping other people, but when I really need it, I know the negative energy is very powerful. So 20% of the time, I'll try to remember people that doubt me, be motivated by that. And they say, wow. be careful. Be careful by seeing how powerful that is and trying to make it 80% anger. Yeah. You'll, you'll crush yourself. <laughs> For sure, man. I like that. Cool. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, that was a... That was a good... That was a slammer. I like that. Great talk. And this great is our... Talk. We'll Third... figure out how to deliberately practice this. I'm pretty sure we, we'll we'll keep going back to it. It's okay. I, I, I that was good. Um, dude, Sess, where can we find you, man? Active Recall on Twitter and ActiveRecall.co. Sweet. And you? And what can, about you? Yeah, you can find me at WalterAMedia.com. You guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you guys again for listening to us. If you guys want to send us an email or questions, it's ActiveRecallPodcast at gmail.com. Sess, good seeing you, man. Uh, I gotta get ready for work. You take it easy. Uh, I'm so glad we were able to do this. Uh, I'll see you next week, man. See you next week. Have a good week. All right, bro. Peace out. And And cut. cut.